Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. It's time for the Whakatoki of the Week. Now, if you're not familiar, Whakatoki are, uh, in a nutshell, kind of... um, probably describe them as like Maori proverbs. And the thinking behind this specific segment is, you know, we all know lines from Shakespeare and Oscar Wilde and Cicero and stuff like that. But uh, not that many of us could rattle off a whakatoki, a, a, a piece of wisdom that is specific to Aotearoa. So why not find out about some? And so last week we had uh, Dr. Hinemore Elder on, and today we've got Anton Matthews. Anton is the director of Hustle Group, which uh, is like a hospitality collective and um, uh, company, rather, in Ōtautahi Christchurch. He's also a big advocate for people learning te reo Māori, giving it a shot. He runs an online course called Normalising Te Reo Māori, and he is on the line now. Kia ora. Tēnā koe. Kia ora. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you for coming on. But before we get into your whakatauki, can you mm-hmm. just tell me, how did you get introduced to Whakatoki in, in the first place? Um, well, look, I think it's one of those things that, um, I mean, I grew up, I was very lucky, I guess. I came through the uh, kohanga reo and then uh, the, later on the kura kaupapa Māori schooling system. So mm-hmm. I was always kind of immersed in te ao Māori. And when you kind of move and live in that space, you're exposed to um, all sorts of different kind of ceremonies, so lots and lots of porphyry welcoming ceremonies, and, and you listen to all sorts of people um, give speeches. You know, we call that whaikōrero, um, sitting amongst your elders, your kaumātua, and listening to them speak. And over time, you know, you hear lots and lots of examples of whakatauki. Uh, and so I guess over time, you just kind of learn them um, just by kind of being around them, I guess, you know, through osmosis, Cause, um, like, like anything in English as well, you know? Exactly. Well, because it always struck me that, well, not always, because I've got to say, you know, my, my um, te reo Māori um, engagement has, has not been great throughout my entire life, but it strikes me that whakatauki would be a great way to introduce people to in the same way that, um, you know, those beautiful crystallized sentences that speak a universal truth, that they stick with mm-hmm. you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and anyone who um, has the opportunity to sit down and really, I not study te reo Māori, but listen to it anyway and be exposed to it, you, you quickly learn that te reo Māori is a language full of metaphor. Mm. And that's really, I mean, a lot of whakatauki are metaphor as well. You know, there, there's the literal meaning of whatever is being said, but you know, it often takes a couple of years or, you know, sometimes it never actually dawns on us, but that there's a hidden meaning hidden meaning there as well. And so um, that's what I love about Whakatauki is that, yep, there's that kind of surface layer, um, literally what are, what is the person saying, but what's the hidden meaning? What, what are they really trying to um, explain or what sort of message or idea are they trying to convey when they use this Whakatauki? Um, you know, they talk, they're talking about a bird, for example, but we're not, we're not amongst birds, so what's the bird got to do with it? But mm. perhaps the bird is a metaphor for something else, and you know. So that's and that's the beauty of language, not just Te Reo Māori, but any language. You totally. know, has has those kind of beautiful nuances. I think. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Now we, yeah. we'll hear your whakatauki in just a second, but tell me first about when you first encountered this whakatauki. What do you remember about the the circumstances? 
Um, well, look, I, like I said earlier on, growing up um, in the kura cope of a Māori system, um, it, there weren't too many weeks uh, that would go by where you weren't um, uh, exposed to some sort of pōwhiri, whether it was a pōwhiri welcoming people onto uh, our kura or if we were going somewhere else for a different kaupapa, a different event, and being uh, a part of a pōwhiri there. And, um, you know, so just being around those pōhiri as a youngster, you often hear, or the whakatauki that I'm going to share with you in a moment, you would hear people talk about the importance of what was taking place at that stage and that there was a lot of oratory going on in the front, a lot of formalities, Mm. but that there was a time and a place for the casual, much more relaxed um, and socialising aspect of pōhiri as well, which is, um, and and so the way that that message would be conveyed was through this particular whakatauki that I'm going to share with you in a moment. Um, So yeah, but no, when I was really young, I would say probably around the age of Oh, eight or nine. I, I sort of remember it. And um, but then it's like anything. Once you once you listen or once you know about something, and then you go out and look for it or listen for it, you start it starts to pop up all the time. So after it kind of dawned on me what this fakatoki really meant, it always stuck with me. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'd hear it all the time. Totally. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. actually, I mean, just to let people behind the curtain a wee bit, when I rang you to ask you to, to to do this this segment, and I was like, have a think about what you're going to say. You immediately said, "Now nah, I know exactly what it is. I can tell you right now yeah. if you like." So um, without further ado. Do please if you if you would share share your fakatoki with us and if you wouldn't mind um, providing a, a literal translation of the words into, into English. Yeah, totally. Okay, so so the fakatoki that that um, I mean I, I I love all sorts of different fakatoki for different um, uh, sort of occasions and so on. But the one that I'm going to share with you tonight is quite appropriate for the line of work for the line of mahi that I'm in. Mm. Um, so the fakatoki goes something like this: Kote amorangi kimua. Kote hapai o kimuri. Okay, <clears throat> so I'll say it one more time. Kote amorangi kimua, kote hapai o kimuri. And um, what it literally translates to, um, there, there are kind of two parts to it. The amorangi is a, a, a kind of like a position in the iwi. These are our leaders, our the faces of our iwi, of our people. These are the people that we that kind of are at the front. Um, and leading our people, our iwi, whether it's, no, no matter what the occasion is, these are the faces, um, the familiar faces that everyone kind of knows that lead our iwi. So the, these people are highly respected. They have a lot of mana. Um, we look to them when uh, we need guidance. And, um, yeah, and so these are like our leaders. And, and often in Pōhiri, those are the people that are at the front, whether they're male or female, they're at the front leading by example and um, really putting on, a show for our for our visitors. So those are the amorangi, and they often find themselves out the front uh, on show. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's the first part of the fakatoki. The amorangi kimua, the amorangi are at the front. Meanwhile, the other half of that fakatoki talks about te hapai o. Now te hapai o are kind of like the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. These are the people that you don't quite see. They're not familiar faces. They're not well known. Um, they are the humble folk that are often behind the scenes doing all the grunt work, doing all the heavy lifting, okay? Um, so hapai or literally means to carry food, okay? So these are the food carriers. Mm-hmm. And um, and so while the amorangi are at the front, the, the humble food carriers are at the back doing what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, but but So that's what it literally translates to. But the reason I love it so much is because it, it talks, well, it demonstrates quite nicely one of the fundamental um, values of Te Ao Māori, which is duality mm. and balance. <clears throat> so things go in pair, you know, and you might have heard of terms like tapu and nor, sacred and, and just normal. Mm-hmm. You might have heard of um, things like 
you know, rangi and papa. So rangi being the sky, papa tuanuku being the earth, mm-hmm. they, they go together, all right? And so there are hundreds of examples of this in Te Ao Māori. This is just one of them. Um, Hapaio and Amorangi, they are like two sides of the same coin. They are equal, but they are opposites, and they go together. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like yin and yang, not to borrow an, another culture's or appropriate another culture's ideology, but you know what I mean. It's like yeah. the darkness and the light. Yeah. They're equal opposites. And so where this whakatauki is often used is in the context of like a, a pōhiri or a, or a welcoming ceremony. Because in a pōhiri, there are two parts. There are the formalities at the front that often happen on the marae, mm-hmm. but immediately after the formalities conclude, you move next door and uh, there is kai shared. Now, there's a whole um, reason why the kai is really, really important. But the point is that in order for the, the pōhiri to come full circle, you actually need both. Right. You need the oratory and the waiata and the karanga at the front and the real form- formality or the formal side of things, but then you also need the kai and the manakitanga, which is the hospitality side of things, to occur as well in order to complete a full pōhiri. And so in order for those two things to work together harmoniously, the front amorangi and the back hapaio, they actually need to be in communication constantly. They need to. They actually need each other. The amorangi can't actually perform their duties at the front, the formalities, without the food carriers out the back in the kitchen, peeling the spuds and getting all the kai ready for the visitors. And and the hapai or out the back, well, they don't know, they can't time their kai and they, they can't actually, they've got no one to prepare kai for without the amorangi out the front welcoming everybody onto the marae. So they actually need each other. And what I really love about it is that it, sh- it, it, shows, um, it shows our people that no matter what your skill set is, because we're, we're not all great public speakers, mm. Um, we're not all cut out to be out the front on show, leading by example. Some of us actually do our best work behind the scenes, in the shadows, um, getting our hands dirty, you know, peeling spuds and preparing kai. And what I love about it is that they are both worthy of mana. They're both just as important as each other. So, you know, sometimes I think we confuse, we, we think that the people at the front who have got all, who, who are the great public speakers and they dress really nicely and they've got all the words and all the vocab. They are the really, really important ones. And don't get me wrong, they definitely are. Mm-hmm. But actually, peeling spuds and, and getting your hands dirty and, and serving kai to manuhiri is just as important. And that's really what this whakatoki talks about. Whether you're an amorangi at the front or whether you're a, a food carrier at the back, both are just as important as, as each other. And, and as you kind of alluded to right at the beginning of the show, my line of work is in hospitality. And so this is a really important idea for our staff to really um, grab onto that, hey, look, from a Western point of view, sometimes we look down on retail, sometimes we look down on hospitality staff. But from a Māori point of view, the skills that you're learning here working in this restaurant, whether you're in the kitchen or you're at the front of house serving people, these are exactly the skills that are required on the marae. And these are exactly the skills that are required for your iwi to be able to earn mana by serving manuhiri, by serving guests. And good luck and being look, a fancy front of house in a, in a tailored suit if you don't have anything to serve up to the people at, at your restaurant. Exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. I so, mean, and, and I think I love that idea. I, I was going to say, you know, this obviously has, a, has an immediate relevance to the restaurant industry, but as, mm. as you, even as you were talking, I was like, and not to make this all about me, but, you no, know, right. I like, even here in my chat, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm the one who gets to, to talk on the radio, 
But mm-hmm. let me tell you, you definitely wouldn't want to hear this show if it weren't for the work of producer Bonnie and um, executive producer Tim and all of the reporters and the writers and the thinkers yeah. and the people like you who, who, who give up their time to, to chat to me in the chair um, without the listeners who are there to actually listen to, to what we've got to say. You know, I, I guess, as you say, everybody has their place and everybody has um, a thing that they can do and we all rely on it all for, the, for it to work, right? Yeah, no, you've hit the nail on the head. Everyone's got a seat on the bus, and I think it's really important for us to understand that. Hey, look, if you're if you uh, if you're comfortable, if your wheelhouse is uh, on the production side, uh, as opposed to being you know the the face or the voice of the radio show, that's absolutely fine because because you actually need everything. You need the whole lot. <laughs> you know, you need the sound engineers. You need the and and you and you need the listeners as well. It's it's this kind of this big jigsaw puzzle, and, and unless you've got all the pieces then it's not really complete. And I think that that's a wonderful idea, that everyone's got their own place. No one's more important than the other. Everyone is just as important as each other. And that, that's what I love about this whakatauki. The whakatauki is ko te amorangi ki mua, ko te right. pai o ki muri. Correct? That's the one. Spot on. And great pronunciation as well, mate. Beautiful stuff. Anton Matthews, thank you so much for coming on and, and sharing that with us today. really appreciate it. Uh, thank you for the opportunity. Po Mario, Have a good night. You too. That was Anton Matthews, uh, who is the director of Hustle Group, um, a hospitality and, and um, restaurant ch- uh, chain in Christchurch, company in Christchurch, and he is also a big te reo Māori advocate. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.